over the course of my career, I've, I've developed three questions that I think, well, frankly, these are three questions that you should always be asking. And candidly, if you don't ask these three questions, then you give up your right to be frustrated by the progress of a sale, be frustrated by surprises from the buyer. Hello and welcome to the Sales Genius Network. I'm your host, Doug Davidoff. Don't forget, if you're listening and you haven't joined the Sales Genius Network, go to salesgeniusnetwork.com. You can get access to our show notes for today's webinar as well as all the other webinars we've done. We've got a series of uh, webinars available on there, resources out there for you. Uh, A lot of new things are going to be coming up on that, so make sure you join the Sales Genius Network at salesgeniusnetwork.com. Uh, Check out the Facebook group as well. Share some thoughts. uh, Get to know some fellow sales geniuses. That is the Sales Genius Network on Facebook. And as always, if there's a sales question you have, a customer acquisition, customer success, demand generation, uh, you'd you'd like to hear our take on it, you want us to dig deep on how to address an issue, uh, let us know. We'll make it a topic for a future Sales Genius Network podcast. Um, wow, man, I'm telling you, things have been crazy the last couple of weeks. Um, a little bit behind myself on getting the podcast recorded. I've been, uh, actually been wanting to share this one for a while. It's been on the to-do list now for two weeks. Here's what happened. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was doing, um, some reviews with different sales teams and, and I saw something happening, constant surprises, constantly sales that look good all of a sudden got stuck. Um, getting people across the finish line feels like it's harder and harder every day. And and I think it feels that way because, well, the research says it is. Um, So I started digging into it and and, and I actually kind of, I feel like I I did a little bit of a flashback. I feel like it was a decade ago when I was actively doing sales coaching, sales training, pipeline reviews, et cetera. And and, and I wanted to know what was going on and I wanted to know – you know, where were these things breaking down? And, and, and I saw two things. Uh, one, and, and I talked about this in an earlier podcast, um, far too frequently we're talking to far too few people. Um, I think it was Harvey McKay, he wrote a book, he said, build your, build your well before you're thirsty or, or something like that. And, and, and the point being about networking is you got to give before you can get. You've got to build that foundation so that when you need a strong foundation, you can get it. Um, We've got to create meaningful conversations with multiple people, uh, not just because it helps us with our business case, which is what I talked about in an earlier podcast, but also um, when when that sale hits a snag, when our main contact is not getting back to us and, and it, it turns into what I like to call a zombie sale. Uh, when we've got multiple relationships, we can reach out to different people to find out what's really going on, to get a nudge, to to not be a pest, to not come across as desperate, but to still get a read of what's going on. You know, One of my favorite quotes from Brene Brown is the definition of a conspiracy. And, and she defines a conspiracy as... You know, anytime when you have certain facts or certain data points you know to be true, but you don't have all the data. And so you take the limited facts that you do have and you draw a larger conclusion. And whenever you do that, you're creating a conspiracy. So often that's what's happening when we're 
uh, trying to figure out what's going on with the sale. And I get it. I'm involved in selling situations every day and you never have all the information that you need. There's always degrees of surprise and it's why we teach. It's really about managing probabilities. But there are a few relatively simple things that we can do that will have tremendous impact on the the level of predictability, uh, our ability to identify any red flags or issues that may change the timing perspective or any of the other things that that relate to, to both being able to forecast the likelihood of a sale, when the sale will occur, what has to happen, and, and then also to figure out whether or not ultimately that sale is, is going to be a good match. Over the course of my career, I've, I've developed three questions that I think, well, frankly, these are three questions that you should always be asking. And candidly, if you don't ask these three questions, then you give up your right to be frustrated by the progress of a sale, be frustrated by surprises from the buyer. Uh, I encourage you to ask these three questions as early in the process as possible. You'll find that asking these questions not only give you tremendous information and and knowledge for how to proceed, they'll also elevate you in the perspective of the person or people that you're talking to because they are three professional questions that that only a professional would ask. Um, You might not get answers right away. They might not have answers right away. When they don't have those answers, your job is to help them work on those answers and, and, and to develop them because these are, are three questions that need clear answers as a prerequisite for the company or the person that you're selling to to be able to make a good decision. So, so let's talk about what those three questions are. Here's the first one. How do you or how will you go about making decisions related to whatever it is you might be talking about? So Frank, as, as you think about how your organization approaches their go-to-market strategy and, and considers investments into their sales and marketing uh, functions and capabilities, how will you go about making a decision whether or not the sales operations processes that I've talked to you about or that we've talked about um, are the right step for you and, and whether or not you should move forward? Right. Who's going to be involved? This is a who question and a how question. There needs to be a clear map for how the decision is going to be made. And, you know, a lot of times the reasons that sales get into that zombie state is because the person that you're talking to doesn't know the methodology or how it's going to happen. And that's true sometimes when you're talking to the very top people. So that's the first question. How do or will you go about making decisions related to fill in the blank? Here's the second. How do you or how will you go about implementing or acting on the decision that you make? Right? It's not enough just to make the decision. How are they going to go about implementing it? How are they going to execute? How are they going to move beyond decision making to action? Right? This will give you a clear picture if there are any end surprises that are going to come up. This is going to give you a picture. Are there any potential conflicts that have to be worked out? before it is the right time for you to present a solution or a recommendation. You know, we have a tendency as salespeople to view everything as urgent. 
and a lot of times that's because it's urgent to us. We want to we want to get this thing done. We want to get across the finish line. I, I've seen it where where we present a solution. I say we, a salesperson, presents a solution months before a decision needs to be made. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, if if you present months before a decision needs to be made, it, it's unlikely that a decision is going to get made. So that's the second one. How do or will you go about implementing or acting on the decision? Here's the last one. This will give you a picture again on how clear are they on their expectations? What are the red flags, um, both from a sales perspective, but especially from a customer success or service perspective? And make no mistake, when the answer isn't clear to them, this is going to be something that will lead to decision reluctance on their part. Here we go. How do you or how will you go about assessing the quality or success of the decision that we're talking about? What is success for them? How will they decide? Who will decide? Everyone, when they make a decision about buying something or not buying something, is making a prediction of their future. If that picture of the future isn't clear, then the likelihood is the confidence associated with the decisions, they're not going to be clear either. And it's far more likely that you'll hit decision reluctance or you'll be surprised by something else. Ask these three questions. How will you go about making decisions related to whatever it is that we're talking about? How will you go about implementing the decision that we're discussing today? How will you go about assessing the quality and success of the decision that you make? Those three questions will eliminate two-thirds to three-quarters of the potential surprises that get in the way of making sales predictable. Alrighty, so that does it for this edition of the Sales Genius Podcast. Three critical questions to ask to eliminate surprises from your sales process. Don't forget, join the Sales Genius Network, check out Facebook, the Facebook group, and please, please, please give us some feedback. How are we doing? Do you like what we're talking about? If you're using any of the ideas or tips that we've discussed, let us know, share, and what questions do you have? What questions do you have about being able to improve the results that you're getting in your job? What challenges are you facing? I promise you, share those with us. We'll make it a topic of a future Sales Genius podcast. Until next time, go out and be a sales genius.